You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Boom. It hit it. Oh, dude, he's got knocked out cold. He's drunk, he too. He's knocked so. out cold. <laughs> dude, he is stiff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he said, excuse me, like, move aside. And the guy probably said something like, oh, you suck. Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, what is with the fucking three pieces this week? I know. You have, uh, what's that? Uh, no Hector Lombard. Hector no Lombard. Sound? Joe Schilling. Dude, this, that, three dude, this, guy's, this guy's the greatest of all time. 100%. <laughs> I think that's one of the greatest three pieces of all time. Dude, that's amazing. He's like, bah, bah, bah. Dude, he's, a tra- he's, he's a trained kickboxer, of he course. He's gonna... in a tie and like a long sleeve shirt, obviously he's... lit. Yeah, dude. He's probably mouthing everyone <laughs> off. Here comes Joe Schilling. Excuse me, sorry, bro. You're a little drunk. Says <laughs> something behind his back. Three piece. Oh <laughs> no, dude. He's like lying down on the ground, like yeah, stiff, like he is like this. It it, it was oh, kind of funny God. how like at the start you're not even sure if you're gonna see it because there are people, right? Yeah. They're just like. Oh, and then Joe Schillings comes in. Oh, man. Dude, he wasn't even being an asshole. He was just yeah. like, all right, excuse, excuse me. me. I'm passing through. Mm-hmm. Said something. Oh. And the, and the guy in the suit went like this. He yeah. tried to. Yeah, like intimidate, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, come on, man. This is a white tie specialist. And the thing is, you, you, don't, you don't do that against an MMA fighter because he's they're going to react. Dude, they're trained cage fighters. Of course, they're they're gonna be they're gonna react at the best possible way. That means you hitting the ground. Of course, mm-hmm. lightning fast reactions, dude. Yeah, he actually lost to Tony Ferguson by submission. Really? Yeah, Tony Ferguson beat him by a von flu choke. Well, I'll tell wow. you what, man, all losses have been redeemed after this three piece. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Dude, he's out. Joe Schilling. How do you feel about Hector Lombard's two piece? Wait, hold on. This guy's girlfriend didn't even. Is that his girlfriend? Joe I don't know. I'm I don't think it is because the girl looked kind of pissed off. He was lit. So but it's like, she, whatever. She didn't even like react to jo- Joe Schilling at all. Almost like she was not surprised that this happened to him. Well, because I, I think sure. this guy was really. Even look yeah. at Joe. She doesn't even yeah. look at Joe. doesn't even say, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Yeah. She literally just doesn't even look at him Dude. and goes straight to the guy who's knocked out. And not even like acting like it's an emergency. I think like her vibe knows, is she, like, oh my god, not again. She yeah, she knows what's oh. up, and she knows it's either she knows that oh Joe Schilling just knocked out this guy, or it's like oh not again yeah. protocol. All right, mm-hmm. like so. I don't think it's the. You think she's the the girlfriend? Is it? Does it say there in the story that she's know. girlfriend? I don't think it's his girlfriend, but because to be honest, she kind of looked like she was getting hit on or whatever. Like the guy was yeah, just yeah. whatever. Boom, boom, and then, boom, boom, boom. How many times are you watching this? It's on repeat. I love it, dude. I love real life knockouts, man. I love three pieces, two pieces. I hate, I hate actually seeing them hit the deck because it's like if you like you hit hard the deck s- like a bitch. Yeah, and, and also, who said that, <laughs> <laughs> who said you that hit again? The deck like a bitch. That was Connor. Oh yeah, there you oh. go. Okay, dude. When you hard spar and you hit the concrete, oh dude, that's a concussion Terrible. right away. Terrible. It is bad. But- and this guy's drunk, clearly. So. Yeah, you know what? I already have an episode title. It's going to be something with the words peace in it. Okay, what is it's it? It's going to be either three piece. Give peace, peace a chance. Give peace a chance. 
<laughs> give a three piece a chance. And we'll name it like three piece in a soda. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of two, we're going to go back to two piece. Two how chains. How anything about Hector Lombard's two piece? That was at epic, the end. dude. That was epic. First of all, you don't walk up to a guy who just won. Yeah, exactly. Right. You you let him have his moment. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even been interviewed yet, right? Like, the announcer just asked for the first question, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I get it. Oh, show, yeah, yeah. Like, I get it. You're trying to build up hype. You're trying to you're trying to do the whole trash talk thing. Let's build. Let's hype up a fight. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you do. <laughs> there are certain people you don't do that with, right? Yeah, George uh, Masvidal. Yeah, Joe so Schilling. Here's the thing, right? So it was. Let's take it back. It was. It was bare knuckle boxing. Mm-hmm. Joe Riggs versus Hector Lumbar. And what's funny is Joe Riggs was the one that pulled Hector Lumbar I off know, the dude, guy. How epic he's, like, he's like, hold on, hold on. And you know what? This guy was actually in the corner of Joe Riggs. He's not. He, he's he's just in the. He's a corner guy. This guy? Yeah, the guy that. Yeah, the guy that. Is he a like, bare knuckle fighter? He's he's not. I don't know. Actually, I got to look. But they say he's just a corner guy. That's why he was in the ring. So why do you walk up to Hector Lombard like that? He, yeah, the thing is, they don't know what he said. He just said something. Or maybe he was a, saying congratulations. No, but like I mean, in a really manly way, like congratulations. Dude, no, like you know, MMA fighters when they congratulate, did, did they even kiss their he, forehead. He reacted, he acted yeah. like there was like a swarm of bees on his head. He was like, but he was. Honestly, that would have been good if the punches were coming because he looked like he knew how to yeah. like pop and weave. But yeah, he, he got two piece and that's it. And it, kudos to the announcer or the one that was interviewing because he didn't curse. He was like, oh, shoot. Oh, that's a solid two piece too. Look at that. Bam, bam. Look at that. Bam, bam. And what's crazy like, is that, oh. dude, Joe Riggs just pulled him off and Hector's like, yeah, pull me away. Like, I don't yeah. care. Don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> and that's the guy he just fought. And you don't get in a man's face after a fight, man. You just you don't. don't. Yeah, not not like that. Not there's like, not there's like, like a yeah there's a, there's like a trend because that's the same thing that happened with Leon Edwards and uh, yeah you Marshall. just don't you just don't you don't you don't do that not he, after a fight not when they're he, fresh he needs to calm down right like he needs to yeah like he just he was just at the brink of life or death so. I, I would say anyone after a fight would be more volatile than before that's very true because yeah. like he's they're probably coming off the adrenaline from the fight mm-hmm. and if they won they're probably feeling like super electric after that win you know and you just don't man because after a fight like the guy behind you brandon moreno the fucking mm-hmm. legend mm-hmm. <laughs> right a lot of a lot of blood sweat and tears is uh is sacrificed to lead up to that moment right so if you if you walk into their faces and interrupt that moment you know, that feeling of I made it, I did it, I did, I trained, mm-hmm. I prepared, I won. Let me savor this moment. You come into that, dude. Isn't it, cr- three piece. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that three piece. this is the only sport where that is possible? Like, you, this can't happen anywhere else. Like, you can interrupt the celebration love, anywhere love, else. But here, you gotta, respect, you gotta respect, you gotta respect the awarding all. ceremony. You gotta respect. Mm-hmm. It's all about the respect. Uh, it, it's it's you know the, the week of the three piece, two piece, yeah, five piece. in a row, right? Like that was row, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I I do want to watch bare knuckle more, and also you know what the tease of 
Diego the Nightmare Sanchez probably going to bare knuckle. That's mm, actually a pretty yeah. good acquisition. Versus, he's got to go against <laughs> his coach. Yeah, dude, he's got that finger pointing like pressure that, technique that's gonna take him out. Dude. That would know. be the number one pay per view of bare knuckle boxing for sure. I I would dare say like one of the high, like highest pay per views this year 100%. outside of the UFC. <laughs> I I totally agree, hundred percent. Right? It might actually beat some UFC ratings, but like that one, that's a built-in story already. It'll probably beat like, you know, I feel like the bare knuckle's cool, man. I like bare knuckle. It's pretty good. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool promotion. I think, uh, you know, they got their own little niche going on. I love it. I like how, yeah, I like how they're sticking to their lane and they clearly know what they're about and it's like, it's working for them. I wouldn't even be surprised if Dana attended a bare knuckle event. Yeah. If cool. it was Joshua Fabia versus Diego Sanchez, I'm sure everyone's gonna attend. Winner, winner gets winner gets Jake Paul. Winner gets Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul should do bare knuckle. You he think he's gonna survive, do that? He, no, against well, Artem Lobo, he's not gonna oh survive against goodness. the real goat. That would be the pay per view of the year. Artem Lobo versus Jake Paul. Yeah. That's why we're not matchmaking, dude. We're not gonna... that's, <laughs> no dude, that, I, that's why that. I should be. <laughs> dude, he should get Artem. He honestly should box Artem. Dude, he can't even handle Dylan and he wants to face Artem, the dude, striker. Artem is a savage, I think. I know, that's why. Of... He he knows that he's not going to survive. And also the weight discrepancy, dude. He's Artem walks around a, as a lightweight, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to make weight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know, it's there's a weight discrepancy. And for him to face Artem, Jake has to gain more weight. What? Because exactly Artem's the best. Artem's a goat. <laughs> yeah, I like Baron Knuckle. And I think that was the most talked about thing last week. It was. But Maybe. today, I mean, news broke. There's an interim title on the oh line. Oh, my goodness. Cyril Gaon versus Derek Lewis. I love interim. Really? I never understood the concept before. It's, it's just up the stakes, man. It's up, I know. It's up the stakes. Yeah. It's nice to attach a belt to it. Mm-hmm. It's good but marketing. It is, but is that do you see that as like a paper championship? Because the real championship is still with Francis. And I think Francis also is a little like in his, uh, as people say, what the fuck is that? What like the he's fuck like, is that? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't understand what's going on. Like, why? Interim. I think, honestly, if if I'm putting myself in Dana's shoes, mm-hmm. for Derek Lewis and Cyril Gain, gone. Putting an interim is it gone? Yeah, Cyril gone. Yeah, Cyril gone. He's French. Oh, mm-hmm. cool, Frenchy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's. I'm going to cut that um, part. <laughs> no, just keep it. It's all right. It's all good. It's a three-piece. Okay. Um, yeah, putting an interim belt with their fight, I think, is great for both fighters. Right? It's a reward. It's a reward for staying active. It's a reward for going through the heavyweight division, no questions asked, especially Cyril Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is always game. I have never heard him say, I don't want to fight this guy. <laughs> You know, and I think Here, it's yeah. Here's here's the thing. Do we forget that Cyril just had a fight and he's gonna oh, have another turnover in let's August? Go. 
and Francis hasn't fought in a while. So yeah. I really think this is just to, this this whole interim thing is just waiting for John Jones to fight. Like yeah. it, it it has to boil down to that. Yeah. I because mean, Francis he, could fight anyone. Yeah, I mean, like you know, kind of jump off that. If the interim really doesn't matter that much, then it shouldn't matter if it's there or not. Right. No, that's the thing. It shouldn't I feel like Derek is getting the short end of the straw here. With the is there, yeah, I think he should just fight for the title. Well, that's where Francis Ngannou comes in. Where apparently, you know, here's the thing, right? Didn't He's, Francis say he wanted to fight? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then he changed his mind. Did he? And then he did, yeah. Hmm. Instead of August, they wanted September. Okay. And I think in March, he said he wanted to fight in June. So, so you he's know, it's like back. June, August, September. And I'm going to have to go with Dana on this one, man. If he's saying that his agency was warned about this interim title belt, then, mm-hmm. you know, you don't make a fuzz about it. I didn't know that. But I did hear that their agent, the yeah. agent, like uh, Ngannou's manager, made a yeah whole mess yeah. about the whole interim thing. If 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 you watch his interview after beating Stipe, mm-hmm. he says in that interview, might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> that he says that he said he wanted to fight in June. He said June. Yeah, he said June. In, in- he said he wants to stay active. Now, for whatever reason that they kept pushing back is between them mm-hmm. and whoever, I guess, talks first. Let's see. Let the truth come oh, out. Dang. Right? But at the same time, if we're looking at Francis's, you know, past behavior, mm-hmm. you know, this could be another Paris incident. I incident, know, right? dude. It's so sad. Right? So if he goes down that road, uh-huh. he ha- he's very susceptible to getting in his own head buying into his own hype and i hope it's not happening now but it looks like it's happening now yeah that's a good way of breaking it down you know? yeah look looking at it while you were talking yeah i i looked at just i did my research yeah. just googled it and yeah it's it's quite unfortunate that you'd think that francis would stick to his word he wants to be an active fighting champion yeah um, I think that he was trying to play a little hardball. Like he moved it three times, if you think about it, June, mm-hmm. now August, yeah. September. I, I, I just, really believe Dana, man. I just think I that, really believe him. Yeah. I just feel like, dang, you know what, Derek, he's going to go after Cyril Gunn, which I feel like is. It's a hard his fight. Night, his nightmare matchup. His nightmare matchup. Because Cyril could just like, keep it. Yeah. Keep it orthodox. I mean, keep it like in the distance. Just poke him yeah. out, and it'll be boring. But, but Lewis then... always got that one punch yeah. power ready to go. But we, what was the fight he had? Was it with Rosenstrick? Curtis uh, Blades. Curtis. Bl- no, 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 no. Uh, Cyril gone. He had a fight with also a knockout artist, and uh-huh. he didn't. He didn't go. He went the distance. I feel like he's such a smooth, like a, a a striking specialist. He knows when the big punch is coming. And he's just gonna make it a no offense to Cyril, but he's gonna make it a boring fight, Let's and he's gonna see. win by decision. Let us see. That's the only way I see him winning against Derek Lewis, because Derek Lewis, he's clearly gonna go for the head. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think, think? Derek Lewis has the ability mm-hmm. to bring out the best in other fighters because they want to knock him out. 
not Francis. I think Ngannou. he's gonna make it fun. I think he's gonna make it. <laughs> not Francis and Ghana. Yeah, I think any fight, especially like Siragano. So I think this is an opportunity. I think this is one of the fastest turnarounds. Uh, oh yeah, so it's Rosenstrike where he won by uh, decision. So he also with Volkov, I think he. Cyril Ganry is super cerebral when it comes to fighting like knockout artists. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes. But this is a big chance for both of them to shine and get the light off of Nganu. And like maybe they'll be the one to replace Nganu against Jones. Because yeah. Jones is still the prize fight for heavyweight. Yeah. But you know, here, here's the thing, right? For me, okay, let's assume they booked the fight for September, mm-hmm. right? So Francis is going to fight in September no matter what. Okay. Right. So why not just wait for these two to hash it out, find a new number one contender and fight that guy? In September? That's a month. Yeah. Uh Or fight John Jones. That's the thing. John Jones said he's going to get right. That's why I feel like that's why Francis is waiting. He's He's waiting for John Jones. Dana's playing 90 chess, bro. Okay. Uh, He's doing the interim with Derek Lewis and Cyril Gan. All right, that's fine. Heavyweight, gold. Let him taste it, right? Now Francis is free in September. Do you? Th- I don't think. You never know, man. Dana's playing. I. Dana's I playing really... the quantum realm, bro. He's <laughs> playing in the quantum realm. Yeah, but he's playing John Jones. He plays like how many dimensional? <laughs> no, I think he's gonna give John Jones a call and be like, John, you know what? Uh huh. Let's do it. You don't need you... to call Hunter. <laughs> All right, I already so you, called Hunter. So you think it's gonna happen in September? John Jones versus Nganu. I have a feeling that Francis is still going to fight in September. And after the the fight they book for him in September, he'll never say anything bad about Dana ever again. I've you know what? Um I'm gonna be a little more pessimistic about this. No! I have a feeling Nganu missed his chance. He has no one else to fight anymore. That's true. That's also that true. That sucks. It sucks. If we're taking John Jones out of the equation, then he has no one to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he can either wait for the winner of that fight, but it's not going to be in September for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a war. This is going to be, yeah, no one's going to be ready in fighting shape. And after, let's say Cyril Gan wins, dude, he's going to go back to back to back. No way. Yeah, he's not going to do that. Derek Lewis, I don't know if he's going to go back to back. They need time. Yeah. Derek Lewis, I wouldn't put it past him to go back to back, but it would be inadvisable. Yeah, he's not going to be his best, right? He needs yeah. a full camp to go up against Francis and Ganu. Uh, yeah, that that's my biggest fear. My hope and my prayer is that John Jones accepts the fight at September. Yeah. I think Dana's going to make it happen. I think he's making a play here, and I think uh, I'm going to wait to see it happen. Yeah, right? because honestly, I. I really don't think Dana's a type to lie. I really don't think so. Yeah, I, I think that this is his way of punishing Ngannou. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you just... People are so quick to blame Dana <laughs> for their problems, right? Because it's easy. Dana White's Mr. UFC. He's like a celebrity in, a, in himself. And he's like the guy, mm-hmm. right? Who runs the UFC, makes all the matches and stuff. It's so easy to point fingers at him. So you got to take it with a grain of salt, man, when people talk shit about Dana, because... Honestly, 
Yeah. Uh, in, in defense to Dana, I don't blame him for this situation. Yeah. No I way. I just think I don't I don't agree with the situation, yeah. but I know Dana had to make it work. Yeah. But I just think that, dang, you know what? I didn't know Ngannou is this hard to work with or like I thought like I already thought he got it together because if you look at if you look at his fellow uh uh it's that Nigerian champions Izzy all right I'm gonna like I'm gonna name a date we're gonna go there Usman's been like calling his shots already and he means it but Nganu dang dude come on yeah man I Dana White's the legend bro I think (laughs) he'll hash it out he'll hash it out he'll hash it out he'll fix it yeah. yeah, if he does, he's gonna have to wait on. He's gonna have to pray that Jones accepts a fight, or else he's gonna be inactive for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know any other heavyweight that's yeah that's coming up. Yeah, go for it. Like I'm trying to think, everyone. Yeah, so far it's it's only Cyril Gunn and uh, and Derek Lewis that are on win streaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's really no one else. Yeah, you know, and you just don't know, right? You just don't mm-hmm. know why they couldn't wait one month for Francis to come back, mm-hmm. right? So there's, maybe Cyril Gon was ready to go. There's the intangibles, right? The intangibles. Derek Lewis is ready to go. Make them fight. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, this makes me respect Cyril Gon more with how fast he's turned around. Yeah. He's like, wow, okay. Nine, nine wins in the UFC. Uh, nine professional wins. Can I just say one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six? Seven. Yep, nine. That's an incredible run. Yeah, man. And he's and the top th- and he beat like Junior Dos Santos, Rosenstrike, and Volkov. Those are not easy opponents. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Cyril Gan can do. And they say See, he has. Go go. And there has been an update on the story. The manager oh, now keeps commenting super long comments, which only tells me that they're that they're affected, bro. Of course they are. I'll dude. link you. I'll link you the article because now it seems like there's Discord mm-hmm. in Francis's team, which Dana said initially. Yeah, I think it's really like they kind of forced Dana's hand to do this because of Look how one of his lines is. This is the manager, okay? Go. I do not care to be the best manager in MMA. Um, you should. Uh-huh. This shit doesn't define me. I'm the best fucking version of me, period. Dude. That's what the manager said? Yeah, this is... Dude. What? This is personal. He took it personally. He's acting like a bitch. Oh, no. Who says that? That's something a fighter would say. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He's, yeah, he's too personal. Oh, my God. That's nonsense. But it got us talking about the heavyweight division, which we thought was, I mean, we could say it's the most sparse division. Yeah. I don't believe this guy for a second, man. Francis needs new people. Francis Ali. Francis needs new people. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Actually, yeah. Ali. Ali Abdelaziz has many things, but he works very well with Dana White. Yeah, he does. He works very, look how happy all the spiders are. Yeah, super happy. Cody Garbrandt, Henry Hesudo, Kamaru Usman, Khabib. Um, did, did you see the tweet I sent you where Ali was com- like Usman and they... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He said the same things. He, he, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he's literally saying the same things Connor is saying. Yeah. I showed you my picture with Ali, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he did. He's nice. a nice guy. He's a super yeah. fucking. Nice I can guy. imagine, dude. He, I, I really think he does his job really well. And he's like super nice. To be honest, like, yeah, he's, he's the right guy. Yeah. I mean, I really think John Jones. If if John Jones goes to Ali, I feel like, dude, his career is gonna change. Yeah, there's a bit, there's been a lot of heat between. I mean, last week was the theme of the two three piece. And managers fucking up, right? Like Manny Pacquiao's manager. Oh, you're right. Right? With the Connor fight. Like, there's something happening. All these managers are scrambling. Dude. It's funny. It's strange. It's I would strange. really love, to, like, in the future episodes of our podcast, if we could interview managers. The, dude, and then yes. we, we we talk about blunders in management. Yeah. Like, this one with Nganu, with Pacquiao, all of that. I, I can ask some, the guy from Clubhouse. I'll ask him. Yeah, let's do it. That would be fun. because. Yeah. I really would want to understand, like, what what what, what was their move here? Why were yeah. they trying to do this? Like, yeah. what are the things we don't see? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Francis needs a new team. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. I just, I I just don't like this blame game that everyone, mm. you know, points fingers at Dana. How you know, it's you? just so easy to do that. It's just so easy to do that, but it's become a meme. It's become a meme, right? Like, and I think it's incredibly unfair. I think it really is. Here's the thing. I don't think Dana gives a crap. Exactly. That's why (laughs) Dana's our Lord and Savior. I know that we're coming to his defense, but I know he doesn't give it. Yeah. Like guys don't even waste your time defending me. It's cool. I don't care. So that's the shout out to Dana. That's that's my fight island. Pass pass. right there. There we go. That's my ticket to fight island. Our ticket, Dana. Our please ticket. Let's bring us. Um, I will let you. Know, I will tell you this though. In the next few weeks, we might not have that much UFC content to cover, so we gotta do the countdown for. We're gonna do, versus yeah, McGregor. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna talk about it in depth. Mm-hmm. We're talk about the hairstyles. We're gonna talk about the training, the walkouts. We're gonna the, talk about the walkouts. The crazy shoulder. It'll be a two-parter. It'll be a two-parter. Part one, part two. We got to do it on video. We got to, we got, like you said, like we have to break down the video and stuff. Oh, Let's yeah, figure yeah, that yeah. out. Let's mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. That's last it. week. Mm-hmm. Not um, much else to talk about. To talk about yeah. actually. Well, yeah. That, that, yeah. Again, you know, we got to do the week. We got to do the weekly push. We got to do this. Do we got to do it. We got to rock and roll no matter what exactly exactly kind of a kind of a a steady week i would say but again it's 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 always the the, those calms before the storms right yeah i'm I'm also looking forward to sugar sean o'malley coming back facing the show can i just say all right go that him and connor on the same card is again epic bro dude it's unlucky remember last time that happened remember last time that happened you were there you almost got punched you almost got three pieces yeah i did almost get three pieces yeah, that's um, why I don't know. Maybe stars the, when the energy aligns, like there's too much testosterone there's too, there's in the arena. <laughs> Dude, Someone's uh, gonna jump the cage. I can't wait to see both Sugar Show and Connor get their hands raised. I'm gonna. Wow, who are I'm you more confident in? That. Connor, bro. Louis Smolka's not a joke, man. That guy's the real deal. Dude, we looked at this already. We were like, dude, Sugar Sean needs a ranked opponent already. Yeah, but this guy, he could uh, shock the world. He could shock the world. No, Never I feel know. like Sean O'Malley has an easier night compared to Connor. You think so? Yeah. 
because we already oh, yeah, know that definitely. yeah yeah we already know connor and dustin can go like nate diaz connor too so dustin's uh, just so good man he is i it's wonder so what they're good. gonna change up oh god but i feel He's like I, I don't know man dustin might be sleeping on connor this time Really um, that's what I'm so. scared. I I have a feeling he's not. I feel like he might be sleeping on uh Charles Oliveira or something. I think he's sleeping on the magnitude of this trilogy fight. That's what we said beforehand. Know, right? Think... We said we said that during, like, he yeah. seems too calm. Like what's he what's he doing? Let's see. We're we're going to see a different version of Connor in a few weeks. So let's we are fucking... I yeah. I'm I'm excited. What are you most excited about? What are you looking forward to seeing? Bef- like before conference. the fight, the press conference. 100%. I'm looking forward to seeing the embedded. To be honest, yeah, more than the press conference. Because yeah. once once I hear Connor's first words, I'm gonna know. Okay, this is this Connor. Yeah. But the embedded's, I want to see that. There's bad blood, man, because of that whole charity thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he embarrassed Connor, made him. Seem Dude, he like pushed the button. He pushed a button for sure, and that button was like pushed. To start. But Let's I, re- I really think he should have apologized. If he wanted to play the heel, like he should have just like let it be, and Connor be just pissed. He he apologized because he knew he fucked up. He's like, yeah, but again, you know what? Quoting Chael Sonnen, you don't apologize if you're wrong. <laughs> you're you're always right if you, if the camera's on you. Yeah. If you want to be the bad guy, and if you want to play the yeah. art of war, I guess he doesn't want to be the bad guy. Yeah, well, that, Dude, that those make... things take mm-hmm. time, man. Those things take time. You just don't fucking throw a, a five a hundred a five. How much is it? Five hundred thousand. Yeah, a uh, two hundred. I think quarter of a mil. I yeah, think. whatever it is, mm-hmm. it was a lot, right? You just don't toss that. That you, you just I, don't I, toss that towards some dude, no I matter know. what. But Connor wonder... is not the highest paid athlete of twenty twenty, without doing his due diligence, right? Yeah, and, that's true. You know, Colby oh, Covington, baby, he's, he's gonna, gonna release expose a video. the real Dustin, the real oh, diamond. No. The blood diamond. Colby, I want to see that video. Actually, I don't think he's ever going to release it. Though. I think he will. You think? think like right, before, right the fight? before the fight? Check it out. I wonder what he has at stake here. It's a different division. So, like, it's just to cost chaos. That's it. Yeah, dude. Chaos. Colby Covington, bro. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. Uh, did they used to train together? Like, he seemed to really not I like think Dustin. So, yeah. Mm. American top team? I think so. I think oh, so. Okay. Yeah, man. Colby's got the dirt. He's got the juice. He's got the tea. I believe him. 100%. You're just exposing yourself for the simp you are for Dana, for Connor, for Colby. Oh, no. Wear, wear it on your sleeve, bro. Ugh. I want the whole world to know. About Colby? I don't know. We are I, the real wait, oh. deal. <laughs> We almost got we almost got in trouble in Clubhouse. They got really touchy with Kobe. He's like, oh, Kobe. <laughs> Clubhouse should be a neutral platform. It should be a neutral platform. They should not inject. Yeah. Well, Kobe shouldn't inject politics. <laughs> Kobe's a different beast, bro. <laughs> He's a legend, bro. We'll see. I can't wait for Usman Covington too. Yeah, dude. All right, so that, I think that's about it. Anything else you want to add, Gabe? Um, yeah, actually, our, our 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 audience in the states is growing week per week. Really, forty eight percent is now from the United Ooh. States. 
I love Yo, it, bro. Yeah, people in the states we, we don't like Colby. Don't dollars. worry. <laughs> we gotta add that that um that yeah, thing do. at the start. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like Anchor needs like a, a, a Stipe account. A Snipe account? Stipe. Oh, it's a Stipe account. Are you saying Stipe? Yeah, it's spelled the same <laughs> way as Stipe. It's, it's basically to receive payments, but let's talk about that offline. Let's figure it sure. out. Sure. Yeah, we don't want to give sensitive information to yeah. our fans. Let's uh, let's uh, let's schedule another uh, meeting for that. Sure. Hundred percent. But yeah. Uh, any last Sento. words before we wrap this puppy up? Connor's the greatest of all time. Just joking. Um, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Stay up to date because we're gonna do videos soonish. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're gonna try, we're gonna do video. We might do Spotify Green Room. Let's see. It's Spotify's version of Clubhouse. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, because you can. Your green rooms. What's it called? Green rooms. Yeah, I think it's green rooms. Yeah, it's green room. Your green room sessions can be converted and uploaded as a podcast right after. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. You know what? The sky's the limit for us. We got a lot of content coming up because of the awesome fights that Dana is preparing. So I'm excited. I'm Let's excited go. about the future. Anyway. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of In Between Rounds. That's Gabe. I'm Botch. We have been your hosts, and we'll see you at the next round. Peace. Be good. Behave. You've been listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are available to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more content and updates, please follow us on Instagram at InBetweenRoundsPH.